Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, good evening, Laguna Beach. 8 o'clock. Time for Laguna Talks. Ooh, we got a little Nika Costa. Just to warm us up. Because tonight is all about female power, songwriter, singer, and uh, just now dancer. Shayna Stabler joins us tonight. Good evening, Shayna. Good evening, Billy. Good evening, Laguna Beach. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, yeah. Well, you're kind of uh, kind of legendary in town here. So oh, thank you for coming right, on. Right back at you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And uh, we ran into each other last Tuesday at uh, Mozambique. Might as well give them a shout out. Yeah, we were we were judges of Laguna Voice. And that was really fun. Wasn't it, though? I was so yeah. surprised by the talent. They were so good. They were kind of ringers, though. Let's be honest. Well, I, I they were think... They were so good. No doubt, all, yeah. pro- all professionals. But you know, hey, you got to make a living anyway. Absolutely. And it's a three hundred dollar first yeah. prize. Yeah. And you sing one song, sing not a one bad song, gig. And we got to uh, we got to have the honor of being judges, and it was really we did. And I and, and and it's a, every Tuesday night. So every Tuesday night, Laguna, get out there and yeah, and support Mozambique. Everybody says nothing to do on Tuesday nights in this town, but now there, there is. is something to do, and it's at Mozambique for real. Starts at nine p.m. Yes. Goes for an hour, so you know you're not you know you're not up all night because we know how mm-hmm. you Lagoonans like to go to bed early. Yeah, I'm included. That was a late night for me, Billy. Really? But it was, uh, but it was worth it. I well, it. as a as a non singer myself, you know, I kind of hack around with the, with the harmonica and guitar. I and heard all you're that a stuff. rapper. Is that true? I heard I've, that on occasion through the grapevine when I've had to. Um, Turn on my blackness. <laughs> and that happens every now and again when it, yeah. the occasion's right. And I like to, you know, I like to write rap songs, too. Oh, you do. But it's, but I don't, I don't do try you, to. Do you give them out or, I mean, do you, do you offer them? I, I had heard a rumor that we could hear some of your stuff on this station from rappers that you've gifted your lyrics to. Oh, you mean like coming straight in from Inglewood? Yeah, the, you've the, gifted, I've heard, this is just a rumor. Can you set the record straight that you've gifted your rap? Lyrics there, there may to be some a couple truth. of uh, yeah. pretty well-known, high-profile rappers. There may be some truth to that. <laughs> but what uh, do you think, Laguna? Well, you know, I never tried to. Uh, I'm not a poser. Like I don't do rap in somebody else's image. I'm a white boy, yeah. middle-aged, getting gray. So that's what I rap about. But you are pretty remarkable. Oh, Shana, this is not about me now. This is don't try to deflect the attention. This is my interview show. I ask okay, the questions. Okay, you ask the questions. Yeah. So I'm first ready. of all, I wanted to say that while we were judging, the talent was so good that all I could do was look at you as a singer to see what is she thinking right now. And I was thinking about the judges on like yeah. The Voice and those shows when you just see one great singer after another. It's kind of like the Oscars. It's like how do you really choose? They all had. That's how different I voices. They were different voices. Uh, well, one brought me to tears, so that was pretty. Uh, Janice. Janice was was it was pretty easy, you know, pick for, now, for first place for me. She for covered. I mean, they all had they all had great song selection. Yeah. So she covered Sade. What was the song? Do you remember? Uh, one of Sade's big yeah, hits. Yeah, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was so emotional. But she covers it in a way so that powerful. you know was so powerful because Sade usually sings it in a very jazzy kind of laid back style. This was like gospel this I mean, was church this took us to church oh, and brought me to man. tears it was laguna i mean you have no idea how good these singers are that are at most well, on tuesday nights unless you go and so the guy who's go. like the house band leader's name is francois and had, he's equally he's equally talented. talented oh my god he can sing stevie wonder like nobody's it's business high a fun, register such a funky fun 
fun, funky night. So I asked him afterwards, mm-hmm. where do you, how do you scare up this talent? And he goes, yeah. well, you know, we talk it up because we want a gig on Tuesday nights. And we know a lot of session musicians, not only in Orange County, oh. but in L.A. Yeah. So every, there's so much talent in Southern California that, yes, they do come from L.A. Because any chance, yes. anywhere, anytime, which is another reason why they even come to this mm-hmm. radio station, because people need exposure. And uh, that's yeah. one great thing Laguna does is expose itself it, does. it sure does billy <laughs> so anyway that was a good time and how are you otherwise you you um you've multifaceted you're a you're a multi-hyphenate as they say uh, because you have a business life oh yeah that's my german side and uh you are a publisher co-founder partner with uh, on stu news laguna laguna's only online only newspaper up to date up to the minute yes i've been uh Publisher co-owner with Stu since uh, 2011, so most of my adult life. Uh, yeah. Not to date carbon date myself. Um, we launched Stu News Newport with some Newport business partners in September. I did not know that. Yeah, we got Tom and Lana Johnson with us on, on Newport. Um, Holy mackerel. Yeah, so that's that's coming along pretty well, too. Um, but, you know, my heart's here in Laguna. I mean, for business reasons. Like, I, but you're the, you handle the advertising sales side, right? You're I the do, publisher. The business Stu side. is the editor side. Yeah. So, we have a, so, I mean, that's not an easy gig. You're out selling all the time. you you got to generate income all the time all the time but it's a pretty easy sell i mean it it you know it sort of sell, it really does sort of sell itself huge really. loyal following yeah Stu has been around the block a few times he knows what's yeah, happening 20 here. 20 plus years i think it's probably now 25 years he's yeah. been an editor kind of the voice of laguna yeah we love you Stu. he knows where all the bodies are buried too he does, and, yeah. he's, and he's shared that information with me. Well, you know, one time I was quoting a, a city council member who will not go mentioned on okay. this, and I, and I was writing something about the fact that they seem to want to uh, inhibit the nightlife in town. And Stu immediately emails me and goes, <clears throat> in uh, 2006, this said city so, council person said publicly, I want to put Laguna to bed at 9 p.m. I know exactly. I've, I've heard that one. And I was like, wow, what a resource. Anytime I need some corroboration, oh, yeah. Stu's the guy. He's got it. He's got it deep deep in the, in the caverns there. He does. And he also knows how um, the law works, too. He seems to have a deep knowledge of the legal system. I swear in another life, Stu was a police officer. He loves not just the law. but He, he did go to law school, um, but he never became a lawyer. Um, but he loves that police. Yeah, he loves to follow, the, and that you know is a big part of our our model. And, and you guys seem to have a great chemistry. We do. We're we're people think that we're like um, father daughter because the age difference, and I just laugh. It's like no, we're brother sister, and I'm the older sister. I'm sure he's the younger brother. You know, you guys used to do a radio show right here in we this did. studio, and um, you were like, and don't take this the wrong way. I'm going to say this the best way okay. I can. You were the Robin Quivers to Stu's Howard Stern. Oh, really? And I mean that in the best well, of yeah, ways. Well, yeah, we had a... F- we you, had a- you did the color. You, you know, yes. when, he tri- when he got out of line, you'd call him on it. Oh, you yeah. were like the voice of reason, but you also had the good laugh, and you just oh. brought the whole tone up. I miss you guys on Boy, the radio. Thank you, Billy. I, yeah. that, I love that you listen. Thank you. Yeah. I, we miss, I miss it. We miss it. This did is you- always fun to come back and, and you know, Well, cakes. maybe you guys should think about starting a show up again. All the issues that were hounding you are now have evaporated. There's no, there's no interference. There's no reason why you shouldn't collaborate with the station. We love the station. We're big fans of the yeah, station. Yeah, we have such interesting media here in Laguna, don't we? Have a glossy monthly magazine. Who would think in a town of twenty five thousand, uh, several weekly newspapers yeah. that are using something called trees? It's an old concept, <laughs> but they still do it. And then we have the online paper. And yes. you guys, what's your, why don't we might as well tell okay. if there's any advertising li- listeners out there, why is Stu News such an effective tool for advertisers? Um, well, I mean, we have 24,000 unique readers monthly, which is a, an extraordinary number in a town of almost 24,000. What does that mean? Every child is reading? <laughs> well, we do have readers outside of Laguna as well. So anybody that's interested in Laguna can access us, right? They can access us while, while they're on the road. And how do, you, how do you know you have those readers? Google Analytics. Google uh, Analytics. Yeah, uh, this well, tells you that 
they click onto the homepage, and yeah, then there's yeah. the other uh, things that you use, like uh, how much time they're on, yep, yep, the bounce average, rate, as yeah. they say. The bounce rate is not re a real big indicator for us of, of anything significant because we have the two front page model. Now, on a regular website, the bounce rate is if someone opens to one page and then leaves the site, that would be a bounce. But in our case, because we have the one front page and the second front page, the bounce rate's like, you know, it's, it's less important of a number. It's stuff. way too confusing for uh, me. I know. I love this stuff. This is the German stuff that just, you know, <laughs> takes me. I yes. got the German side, and then the I have right the Italian brain. side, which is the mm -hmm. artist and the musician. Right. But, um, but yeah, so 24,000 yeah, unique readers I mean, monthly. There's not that many pop stars from Germany that we really listen to. Oh, well, Hasselhoff, as as artists. right? Yeah, I mean, Hasselhoff. That's, that's a given. And uh, <laughs> who was the... There was, Uda Hagen, right? She was like kind of the new wave. Oh, really? I don't know anyway, her. Back to Students Laguna. Back to Students So 24,000 um, unique readers monthly. Um, put out new editions two times a week. Uh, you know, we have the email blasts with open and click-through rates of 50 and 60%. That's is that where most of your readers will... Because that's how I respond when I see an email of interest. Yeah, and it is. We have a little bit of uh, an art of headline you might say um mm -hmm. we've uh, there's a, a craft to the headline and and how is to, it if it bleeds it leads that's a, that is an interesting way of putting it um we definitely sex se know how sexting. to pique people's yeah. curiosity yeah, sexting I, se <laughs> no sexting tonight um it is a deadline night too so i still got the headlines to to craft and we've got um, do you write those then or you have a group we collaborate collaboration yeah um sometimes you, is that competitive to who can come up with the best i mean do you guys get into you know, arguments about whose is better kind of and then if, if things get changed in the middle of the night so um you know um when Stu's at the helm he'll uh, he's the final voice the final word no not necessarily he'll he'll send he'll work he, his work schedule he'll work until like 3 a.m for example and then he'll send me the headlines and i'll wake up at 5 a.m and then if I tweak them, I don't necessarily call them. I'll just tweak Wait, them, and then so he'll wake up, and he'll see that the headlines So he's change. the night owl, and you're the early bird? Is in, that generally in, how it works? In this scenario, yes. So this is n another reason to buy ads on this newspaper. You guys never sleep. We don't. You don't miss a thing. We don't. Maybe there's a, at 5 a.m. there might be something on the police blotter yeah. that you missed. But it's, it's, is it's, he glued to the, does it, is he listening to the to police? To the scanner. He the loves scanner. the scanner. The scanner gives you fire. Police, you know, you don't get, but he's got that relationship with police too. They it's, call him too. And it's, it's, it's an art of questioning. He knows how to ask the right questions, what to ask, that gets, gets those extra details that make the story more interesting. And they must trust him too. Yeah. They do. And so, um, you know, that, that goes back to 25 years that he's been doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're like the plumbers that are like 20, 23 hours out of 24. We still have that, you know, 3 to 4 a.m. window. Bakers, you know, bread yeah. makers get up and I bake think, all night. I think that's a good, a good way of looking at it. So um, you guys, I mean, you're journalists. It's a yeah. newspaper. It's a newspaper. It just happens to be online. How are you in Stuart? Stu, reacting to um, Donald Trump's, if I, if I may say, we're not going to oh. get political, but just his <laughs> accusation that the media is dishonest and, uh, and you know, the, the dishonest media, fake news. Well, we, as a, as a newspaper, we, we tend to stay away from the national news and, and keep it local. So, I mean, as a newspaper, we're not responding to I'm it. I'm just saying that. But How do you guys take it personally? Yeah. Personally, I mean... Personally, it's 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 ridiculous. Mm. So I mean, it, I mean, we don't want to be fake news. We know that. So there is there is you know integrity in news. Yeah. So I mean, we strive for for um, you know transparency in everything that we do. But um, but as far as what he's saying, I mean, I I, I guess he, it's, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Carly. I'm trying to think of Bob Whalen becoming petulant and yeah. angry because of how he's covered by the local newspapers yeah. and. Sitting in City Hall and pounding his fist and saying, that, "I can't see Bob doing that." I can't see Bob doing no. it either. We're really lucky. But I would love to see Bob do that. Wouldn't that be something? If yeah, we could just have, to lose, I it. think we, it would be He's nice to Mahatma have. He's the Mahatma Gandhi of of the City Council. He's the Barack Obama. He's so steady and he controlled. Sure. He never loses his cool as much as but I try to get did, him to. But if he did, wouldn't that be something? There'd be cartoons. I want a cart. I want political cartoons. But I don't want national institutions. Yeah, I want local. local but you we haven't found anybody. Well, we don't have we don't have Trump yet. No, 
Not that I would wish that. But there's plenty of stuff in City Hall that no, could there be is. lampooned. We've, and we have had some candidates that have been really out there. Um, not in this most recent election as much as uh, the last election. There were some candidates. That now, do you ever write there. for the paper? Um, maybe occasionally. Oh, what? but I would but never, not under your name. I would never. No, you don't see my name. Is that um, because you feel like there should there be is a, a separation? separation of church and state? Okay. Yeah. Um, I used to do a little dining column. I, it's funny because when I was in college, I thought I was going to be a writer. I would never have thought I would be running the business side of things, you know, essentially the C the CEO and the CFO yeah. rolled into one. But um, I never took an econ class. I was a history major, and I loved to write. I mean, academically, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then life took its course, and it ended up being that this was my true passion. And, and let's face it. it, the people on the ad side of the business <laughs> make more money, or the sales side generally, than... In newspapers and magazines and all that. Yeah, except in this case, we got we split it 50-50. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying as a yeah, career path, when you good, got out of college and you're like, hmm, yeah, what am I going to do? You know, you're 20, not, 23 not, years old. Not and, a lot of opportunities for writers, unfortunately. No, and I was uh, I was singing in bars. I think it was 22 or 23, and this is how it started. Uh, Richard Reisman of the Orange County Business Journal mm-hmm. found out where I went to college. He was listening to me sing at Hush when there used to be this restaurant called Hush. He said, Which is now Okora. This is Okora. For like the 10th incarnation. But I love Okora. Yeah. um, They must advertise. They're on and off with us. Okay. They should spend more. But they're just great. Um, So he said, what are you doing during the day? And at that time, I wasn't doing anything during the day. I was singing at night. And I just moved here not, you know, three three months before. So he uh, said, come in for an interview tomorrow. And I had never done sales, but he just saw in me something. And um, so I started at the Orange County at Business. At the Orange Channel. County Business. I've had yeah. Richard on the show. Oh, you have? Yep. yep. I, Richard, if you're listening, um, I, thanks. For you owe it all that to him. I owe it all to you. He gave you. What, we what, have a little How could he have possibly watched you sing and say to himself, she's got the chops to sell advertising? Because he's, cause he's Richard. Because he, he's got a, yeah. Because he's, he's Richard, <laughs> you know? Because he's, he's that good. No? Yeah. Um, so I got lucky with that. And then um, how I long was, were you there? I was there. Get this. I was only there three months because then Firebrand, I was at Firebrand for a year and a half, mm-hmm. kind of recruited me away. Interestingly, at Hush as well. Um, there was when some, you were singing, not singing. There was an event and I met the guys and, and they said, how would you like to sell in your town? Because living in Laguna as opposed to business ads. And I said, uh, yeah, that was this Alan. Great. It wasn't Alan yet, but I have a great relationship but with Alan, had, and I know you've had him on the show. Because, he was one of my first guests. Because I listened to that show. Yeah. I loved that show. He's funny, but I was really trying to press him to find out about that very mysterious background he had in... Um, oh, yeah, in Washington. In, yes, yeah. arms. Well, he... I mean, it's no secret that he worked at the Pentagon. He worked yeah. for the government. He was a math genius of mm-hmm. some sort, and he was his specialty was um, radar. Mm-hmm. And so he then went into the private sector because he saw a niche, a need, yeah. and created the radar detection or uh, the system that evades detection for the stealth mm-hmm. bomber. And what do you know? The U.S. government, no, not the U.S. government, but some big aerospace company bought the company from. Now, how does a guy get a start in aerospace? I, I know. How did he get that break? I have no idea. I know. But... God bless. He, Great story. He, he pulled it off, and within years, he built a big company. And, and, then he, and then he went into real estate, and the rest is... You know, the story. guy could have drifted off into the sunset and uh, yeah. taken his millions and just uh, watched his... Uh, and hang, hung out with his kids, which is why he moved here, yeah. Ben and Lauren. Um, but instead, he took such an active role in the community, and I thought that was really cool. He's in his 80s, and he, so he bought Firebrand, which at that time was the publisher of Laguna Beach Independent. S- and still is. Still is. Yeah. And the publisher of Laguna, Laguna Beach, Beach Magazine. Magazine a number of other And a gazillion magazine. other hotel custom, custom publishers, yeah. right? Even did s- stuff in the early years for Mattel, right? Did yeah, that's how, Barbie it, magazine. that's how it started. Right. Steve Zepsauer, uh, so I was there uh, when Alan was was still there. and I had mm-hmm. a great relationship with Alan. I still do. And, and you know, we still talk. And he's a good, good man. Good very man. Very good man. Yep. He liked to stir the pot here a little bit, too, oh, which yeah. is, makes me very fond of him. You know, I know. Just, me, me, too. Yeah. Pot stir. Yeah. He's, he's got, always got that little smile. He's having he's fun. He's got that smile. He's still, he's still having fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you were there a year and a half. I was there a year and a half, and then... Were you working on The Independent? 
Everything. Everything. Yeah, I sold a lot. It yeah. was was that first taste of of kind of business career success, and then uh, I just got excited by what I saw Stu doing. I was 25 and. I saw what he was doing as as visionary. This online newspaper, never seen anything like it before. I mean, it's a scrolling concept. It's not a normal website. Scrolls like as if you're reading and holding a newspaper. That's true. You when know, I think of other online newspapers, Huffington Post, for instance, nothing they're traditional. like that. Very different. They're though. traditional. And the idea is that as you're reading the stories, the ads are there in the middle along the sides. That subliminally, you cannot escape them. Mm -hmm. um, then it's it's more reader friendly in the sense that you don't have to click. To, and then when you click, it leaves the page. And, you know, I mean, that'll that'll up your stats. You right. Know, from, again, going back to bounce rate and, and stats like that. But, you know, as far as real, like, really effective advertising from a local news standpoint yeah i saw what he was doing is brilliant and so 25 and i said you know i want to i want to own the company that i work for or work with and so i approached him and we struck up a partnership and because he didn't have anybody he had yeah, a concept he, but he didn't yeah, have somebody I mean, selling he, he had he had the heart of laguna i would go sell an ad say to a bouchard's pharmacy and they would buy the ad for me but they would talk about stew news so I saw that and I just had that mm -hmm. aha moment. I said, okay, I have a concept for, for how to sell this, how to, how to structure the rates. And I think we can, we can you know, right. really, really do something with this. So he had very little to none, no ads. There was right. a couple. And nobody over 40 knows how to sell advertising on the internet. So he needed somebody much younger understand a yin and a yang and we had yeah. we we've had so much fun ever since it's been over six years and you do uh do you still do your weekly coffee we don't do community? those anymore although we're starting them up in newport so they kind of had a, a lifespan of their own and they were that was so great um mm -hmm. i love doing those we did them for about four years and we would meet at different coffee sh coffee shops in laguna jean paul's jean while paul's, it was still there i know what's laguna coming in there company. do we know i don't know i mean it, I the paper's up yeah, I heard different things, yeah. but, uh, you know, I, you won't know until you know. So, right. I mean, that whole area, though, has seen this tremendous renaissance We've, you with know, Reunion Kitchen and yeah, Asada and that, Jan's no, Health. No concepts were sticking there. Everything would fail. I think there were some, some difficulties with... Uh, internally with the building well and then i don't you know it's funny because umami burger came down and everybody was so stoked because umami was killing it in la and all of a sudden it got here and people were like what 13 dollars for a skinny little burger I that know. thing is like they not... didn't get local that's that is that that's is good point. The, that is the kiss of death in laguna and and katsuyu did the same thing they came in here with their corporate you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're just, they had great success in L.A., but they came in with a corporate mindset. They didn't uh, reach out to the media locally. They didn't have, you know, locals, specials, locals, they events. Didn't, they, they didn't, didn't, uh, they didn't sponsor KX93.5. No, they didn't sponsor Little League. They didn't do anything. Yeah, right. They didn't advertise. They did nothing. Only so. one company can do that and get away with it. Earth Cafe. I know. They've, they've, they've. They are the magic formula. No matter where they open, they just, they just blow up immediately. I know. Part of it is, and I had them on the show, too. Oh, you did? Okay. And uh, part of it is because they're meticulous about the buildings. And she's the visionary. Mm -hmm. It's a married couple. Yes. You know, interestingly, they were getting sued by uh, four uh, Middle Eastern women over yeah. a discrimination lawsuit because they were kicked out. They lingered too long. And the irony is that the owner is is Persian, the, yes. the woman, and then her husband's uh, Israeli or Jewish, and they have this beautiful partnership. I had him on the show. Oh, you did. And he's Mr. Humble. He's you know he gives her yeah. all the credit, and he said that they were just they used to love to come to Laguna, and one day they're driving out on a weekend, going up the hill on Coast Highway. Yeah. They get at the they stop at the intersection. Museums on the left. They look to the right, and they see the cottage, mm -hmm. and she goes, that, and she just pointed at it. It wasn't even for sale, but brilliant. she said, I want that. And they made an offer. And, you know, little did they know, we knew that this, this kind of concept was, you know, they were dying, they, you know, it was the, yeah. whatever, for whatever reason they weren't uh, doing it. And so it needed, mm -hmm. it needed resuscitation. 
look what they've done with that building and the not only the restoration but just uh, they it's just they've brought it to new life and new, new life vision and yeah and that place is happening at 11 o'clock on the weekends it's, well it's a great spot for for young young people or people you know all ages but i see a lot of younger people out there at like 11 o'clock that don't necessarily go to the clubs bingo but want to be social and so they'll go have, uh, you know, friends gatherings or dates and they'll go there and have, a, you know, have a espresso I've said it, or I've said it for years. Laguna didn't have enough late night loungy places yeah. where you could sit comfortably and not have the din of a loud club. Yeah. Um, I love it. And newsflash, we still don't really have it. And I'm talking about an indoor space because, you yeah. know, let's face it, Earth is a cafe. The chairs are hard. You're outside. Some people get cold, including me. Me too. Um, and so I would, I just would love to see a loungy place with couches where, you know, the music, maybe chill house, something that's background creates a little groove vibe. Yeah. So you're going to do that, right? I've talked about it for years, but you know what? I just don't have the energy. It's, you know, that's a tough gig running a restaurant. You're, you know, it's Tyler. Are you listening? Tyler? Tyler. You think he needs another? I know he does. Project. He needs another. Tyler, this is it. Why don't you turn your escape bus into a lounge, Tyler? I know, right? A travel lounge. Ooh, a travel lounge. I would, you know. That could be cool. Well, you can rent the trolleys, you know. You, you could I socially, you can go and rent the trolley How much for do an they hour. Run? Not too bad. I think it's $100, 150 an hour. So you figure three hours, you maybe spend four or $500. The problem is, can't drink on them. So if you rent a trolley in New Orleans or anywhere yeah. else, it's a party yeah. thing. But uh, since the this city, they're fun- worried this about is liability. Like functional, like just to yeah. get you from point A to point. But wouldn't B. that be fun? You bring a keg on there. You get a pole. You play some music. You do strike me as a kegger. Yeah, <laughs> right. That well, sounds I, fun, though. That'd be fun. You could yeah. stop at the you know various points in Laguna. You go do up to Crescent Bay, a crawl from yeah. park to park, beach to beach. But no, we want it nice and quiet here. Yeah. Tell me about just retail in general in this town. As a, you, you probably have your finger on the pulse. Seen a lot of new things. Mm-hmm. Skyloft, yeah. crushing it. Skyloft's doing great. What about the ranch? Ranch is killing How it. How gorgeous is that place? So beautiful. Did they do a great job? Uh, unbelievable. I mean, Forbes. You know, they've been on all all these lists and in all these magazines in just their first six months. They've done such a remarkable job like earth cafe they you know they they took it to the next level and they brought us something just yeah even more magical than we could have yeah. ever imagined mark was inspired by i guess he got one of those books not uh, the toniest or swankiest hotels but the coolest hotels well, and one was it. in santa barbara that he went to and he goes this That's is what I want. I want this vibe. I want everything to be unique mm-hmm. and my gosh the details you know the landscaping the lighting that dining room is it's just perfection. Awesome, and yeah. you know, you think of Laguna, you think of the beach, but that canyon is is a just, treasure. It's a treasure, and it's it's you know, it's equal to our identity. Our identity. We come in through a canyon. Yeah, you know, we that canyon is yeah. it's just something else. We're talking to Shana Stabler here, <laughs> publisher of Stu News Laguna, singer songwriter here on KX ninety three five Laguna Talks. Um, speaking of the open space, have you been out there in the protected wilderness known as the Laguna Coastal Wilderness. Have you for, been for hiking? Yeah. Oh yeah. Recently? Uh since the rains? Since the rains. I, I think I went a week ago. Oh um, Shana, you gotta get out there. Oh, since it turned even more green? I mean every, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Every single rain, but it's just been this mentholated, sage, alive, bursting with life, green. It's so beautiful and it's just so heartening to see it that is. we have water again. It is. And it reminds when I went about a week ago, it looked a lot like Oregon. I grew up in Oregon. It was that green. Yeah. And and then um, then, you know, as, as I was hiking and then you got the ocean and the blue and I just posted something on, on Stu News Facebook. There was a picture of, you know, from yesterday of, of you know, the wilderness parks somewhere yeah. that Scott Brochet took. And then there was an ocean shot with a dolphin. And it was how green is our valley? How blue is our ocean? And we really, we do have right now, we've got the green. We've got the, the wilderness I've, and I, the blue. It's funny you mention that because I posted something like that oh, today. Because really? I had the, uh, the good pleasure of um, getting out on a kayak this afternoon. And uh, just had the chance to look back at our fair town. That's right. You are you are green and you are blue. Yeah. You I said, 
the green goddess Gaia, lucky to live Laguna. Laguna a. a. But look at this shot. This oh, is yeah. this is back in uh, Aliso and Wood Canyons Park. That's so beautiful. Talk about it. Doesn't that look like Southern is in, Oregon? Is, where, is that in Aliso Viejo part, portion? Is it down at the bottom? I love. It's it. just on the other side, yeah, of top of the world. But yeah, you would that. enter from Aliso Viejo, right? Alicia I, is the I do. Way I do that one, and there's this. Isn't uh, that just so dramatic? Tree. It's do the same the park where the ranch tree? is, by the way. It is. It's just yes. that's the southern end. Uh, the meditation tree. I call it I do the not. meditation tree. Is it an amazing tree? It is, yes. And Aren't trees amazing? They are. And here in Laguna, we've got a lot of lot of people that are uh, helping preserve them. And um, Is this an old-growth oak tree you're referring to? Or? I'm not sure what kind of tree it is. It was in um, one of my music videos. We uh-huh. um, put me in front of it, and it was the first music video that I did, which we also borrowed your concept of the of the uh, the full moon uh, drum circle drum circle yes that's right i modeled after cool. that yeah did you get some people to bring drums and stuff we did and, and where did you shoot it we shot it at aliso in the park in the wilderness no not part no that the, the beach scenes were in oh, aliso creek Ali- where we have the drum circle where you have the drum circle i, I literally think I, have went, seen this. I literally yeah. went to the drum circle and was like recruiting this, this is it yes recruiting and Nice. It was so fun. Yeah. Oh, I love, been, I've been to the drum circle. I love the drum circle. I love what you do. Thank you. Thank you for starting that. Well, it's funny because you were talking about how Stu is so smooth with, you know, talking to public officials and getting information. <laughs> I was summoned by the Laguna PD when um, they were having problems with the uh, drum circle and they mm-hmm. thought it was just getting over attended and... I said, well, what do you want me to do? And they said, well, we think, yes, you know, the so-called founder, you should close it. You know, do what? us a favor. That's and, a, for and real? I, well, they wanted to move it, oh, not close okay. it, move it. And uh, I never. said, sure, whatever you guys want. I don't want to, I mean, if that's what you feel is best. And that's how I wrote it up. I said, you know, the, that they, the Laguna PD, want to close it down. And they thought that I threw them under the bus, that I was supposed uh, to take ownership of that. And I went back with my tail between my uh-oh. legs because I want good relations, you know, with the with PD. The yeah, yeah. But uh, so I printed a retraction or whatever. But I think what it did was it, it called it a little bit. People got mm-hmm. the message that it was just uh, spiking a little bit out of control. A lot of people thought it had ended. And, uh, and they've sent over patrol. And you know what? I like it when they're there to stop people from drinking because then they do bonehead things and then yeah. we all lose. Yeah. You know, we used to have fire dancers until some... I remember that. Jagoff came and sent some fireworks up in the sky, and that got a phone call to the fire department who came down and shut the fire dancing down. Wasn't that the best? Do you remember when they I were out there? That. The pageantry. Uh, it was like the best fire dancing groups from San Diego and okay. L.A. And I feel for these people because, number one, they're artists. Mm-hmm. Number two, they don't have any place to practice. Mm-hmm. What's better than a wet, sandy beach to a drum beat? With the full Nothing. moon, it was magic. Yes, it was. And, you know, but we have this law that, that is, you know, cannot be bent for any reason. No fire. Mm-hmm. You can't make an exception. I went to the uh, fire department and said, well, look, under control. Nobody plays better with fire than fire dancers. They don't want to get burned. They know what they're, they're professionals. doing. professionals. They are professionals. Yeah. And, you know, if we make a barrier so nobody gets too close and... Mm-hmm. And you know, I got the old, we hear you, we feel you, but, the, but it's no, not, not, uh, happening. not happening. Not happening. So now they come down with LEDs. So that's <laughs> I have to the see next it with best the LEDs. thing. I it's pretty good. It's still while. beautiful. And when yeah. the people who have the property at the end referred to as the Gucci house, whatever, yes. when they light up their Christmas or their palm trees with their Christmas lights, you've probably seen yes, that one. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. It's amazing. And that they've been really, they're the ones who are most affected by the noise. Do you think they come down and party with you? I think they do. I think they. I've invited them. I've dropped by. I've gone to their security guards at Mm -hmm. the front uh, gate and and written thank you notes and And given them bottles of champagne just for being cool. And that's a a good approach. Yeah. You always want to invite the neighbors to the party. He's the burrito king. He's the guy that invented the frozen burrito and they own the and they own the uh, Riverside. uh, the in Riverside, Mission Inn. Mission Inn and uh, Casey Reinhardt. Stepdaughter. Casey's cupcakes. Yes. And, uh, so they Doug seem Reinhardt. cool. Anybody that could invent cool. a, a frozen burrito, invented I say. Invented the frozen burrito. Yeah. Came up with the technology. Yeah. and uh, I've got one of those in my freezer just waiting for me. It's like, it's like when Bill Gates designed the home computer and said, I want a computer in every home. This guy said, I want a frozen burrito in every home. And he did it. He did it. Hence, he's got the Gucci house. Well, the guy that created the uh, the magic rock, the uh, the uh, pet the, rock. No, the rock, uh, the the ring, the magic ring, the, the moon ring. 
the mood ring. Mood ring. Mood ring man. He yeah. lives here too. There's a lot of inventors in Laguna. In Laguna. Yeah. Because Laguna's a good place to hide out. And be after, kinda, you, after you've invented. After you've made your millions. Come to Laguna. Yeah, so let's talk about what else is good retail here. What else is happening? Then we have a new Chinese restaurant coming where Mosan used to be, and they're going to get a rooftop. Well, you know more than me, Billy. Well, tell I'm, me more. This is for your advertising <laughs> list. Well, there's, I was down at City Council a yeah, couple weeks me. ago because um, our good friend Sam Goldstein, who owns ah, I love, the, love um, Sam. the Heisler building, which houses Skyloft. Skyloft and Tommy. Tommy yeah, B. Tommy Bahama. Um, they were down there, Skyloft people, Ivan, because they were petitioning the city to get an extra hour of yes. uh, restaurant yes. and club time. And so I certainly volunteered to speak on their behalf. Um, I think they got one of the two, right? Didn't, what, they got most of what they yeah, wanted. Yeah. Like everything, it was a compromise. Yeah. So you go in big with go big demands big. and be willing to walk out with half mm-hmm. and you should be happy. That's yeah. the way it goes. And um, so... Immediately after that, apparently Village Laguna had a community meeting to discuss the proliferation of rooftop bars because we now have three and one more on the way and one more being uh, vetted, which is the one, the Old Coast Inn, that's finally, you know, got got the poles up after all those years, the boom, boom room. Yes, they got big plans for that. Big plans. Big plans. You know what they're doing? You have... <laughs> it's okay. I had Marshall Innes oh, on last okay. week. He's the architect. Yeah, so he I pretty think, much. I think it's public. They had their. He spilled the. Yeah. yeah, they had the. They had their. They had their neighborhood public meeting. Yes, and, um, yes. They're they're planning to, uh, huge to make it super swanky. Super swanky. Yeah. Why, why not? not? Oh. I mean, if you want to keep up with the times, and l- let me just say, yeah, Hotel Laguna needs to up their game. Mm-hmm. That place is dated and tired. They got a couple of rooms in there. Their suites are really, really nice. Okay. Georgia did take me to those suites. And um, okay. um, I think a lot of it might be the the uh, difficulty with landlord. And in a lot of these cases, it's, right. it's, it's much the there is landlord. There is a, a, the a guy, a family that owns more commercial real estate in Laguna than yes. anybody. And they yeah. own that property. Yes. And Georgia just has a long-term lease. But yeah. it's... It's public knowledge that lease is coming up for renewal, mm-hmm. and it may be changing hands. Mm-hmm. I'm not at liberty to say who, because that would just be the rumor mill, but it yeah. could be in very capable hands of people that would probably not be afraid to invest. Really? really? Yeah, well, it's it's big money that is needed. Big money. Big money. It like, needs a lot. You know, big, big money. Yeah. So I know, I mean, but that view... That's it's an the epic. best. It's the it's the best because you get it for you get both directions. You get you know. Yeah. You get and you know what would be really cool with that hotel? Do you know the property as you walk through, and then there's the bar on the left. Yes. That leads to the restaurant, yes. and then as you go through the bar, there's like this new addition. And it's extra lounge space. Mm-hmm. It's kind of never used. Mm-hmm. Take that thing away, demolish it. Just and then you it. open up, open it up. that yeah. you know that courtyard to the to the beach, yeah. and you could put an infinity pool Ooh, all the way down. I like your style. You know, I'm just trying to bring a little <laughs> something to, to an town infinity here. pool. I like it. Well, something to, you could just open that up yeah. and then really make it cut cush. Mm-hmm. You know, it could just be fabulous. So, yeah. you know, the, the struggle, of course, is trying to keep Laguna uh, affordable for visitors. So that's the only thing about gentrification is that. You know, the ranch has up yeah. their prices, and uh, I'm sure the same will happen with the um, Coast Inn when mm-hmm. it, with the new owners. And mm-hmm. But it seems like that's how you keep up with the times. When the Montage opened, mm-hmm. Ritz-Carlton and the St. Regis immediately had, had to spend like $30 million each to renovate because yep. every five or ten years, somebody else shows up who's got game, and he's like, oh, I got I to, gotta, you know, competition, it breeds excellence. It sure does. Speaking of... Rent, rent very high here in Laguna. How do we keep Laguna cool? How do we keep it weird? If you yeah. know, how do we keep it an artist colony? That is a great question. And when you lose, when you lose the artist out of Laguna Beach, yep. you know what? What do you have? You have a very sheltered community of well-heeled people who want to put a moat around the town. <laughs> And uh, anesthetize it to yeah. sleep. And I get it because it's all about their home value. So yeah. they want law and order and they don't want chaos. And, but it sure is a shame yeah. 
because Laguna's, you know, its heritage is funky and yep. tolerant and eclectic. And now we're becoming more and more homogenous. We don't want to be Newport Beach. No. I mean, we are Laguna. Right. So. But the real estate is, is it's ridiculous great. here. I mean, to pick up the newspaper on any given and day see. and see the price of the house, it's got to be discouraging for any person who loves this town, loves the ocean, loves what it stands for, the nature, but can't make it here. Yeah. I give high fives and major props to you know everyone that bought their homes in 2000. If I had been looking ahead at age you know 16 that would have been a good investment but um but you and me both man <laughs> i i sat there at fisherman's cove in my yeah. little rental and it was the life was so good on the beach that yeah, I, yeah. I watched the market go up 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 yeah. and i said i could never afford to buy mm -hmm. a place on the beach and this is one of the few little areas that still had rentals you were in that fisherman's cove area quite some time in fact wow. and i i I think that beach is unique because it's it a has, locals beach and it has yeah and it has locals and it has renters and renters yeah. means kind of for whatever reason that eclectic vibe. a little more community yeah. a little younger uh, you know real vibe on the beach i started the drum circle there oh you did i didn't know that uh, illegally and from <laughs> the standpoint of you know i used to dig uh and make a fire there but nobody complained back then i was i was uh popular back then instead of you know the bad guy who overran the beach I'd say you're still very well, popular, like you, Laguna's Shane. homecoming king. Well, I'm just saying, but I, I, I kind of took advantage of living on that beach. I made it my, my you know, private fiefdom, but I also started a business there yes. that was legal. It happened to be the only practical place to launch boats. That's why it's called Fisherman's Cove for mm -hmm. uh, a century. You know, the dory fishermen mm -hmm. or, or the people with the Hobie cats would launch there because it's one of the few, I mean, it's a gift, that beach yeah. that we can launch safely. But um, also sheltered from the streets, so not mm -hmm. too many, as you said, more locals. Mm -hmm. And we had three full moon drum circles there. And they were wonderful because it was really intimate. Yeah. Second one, I started to see the writing on the wall. It got so crowded. By the third one, people were, children were climbing on the rocks. I saw the tide was coming up and it was going to crest. I was building a berm while everybody was drumming. I was this is furiously wild. along over a decade. This is wild. Digging a, a berm to try to stop the water from coming over. Nobody was paying attention because they're in that magical groove uh -huh. that you get when you're playing. You're in that trance mode. And I'm trying to yell over the sound of the drums, hey, man, there's... there's Watch out! And suddenly, sure enough, this Whoosh. thing breaches the, the, the berm, goes into the fire, a plume of smoke goes up, and people reflexively grabbed their drums and went 10 feet up the hill and just kept the groove going. And never stopped. And I'm like, there's the power of drumming. There's the power of drumming. Yes. No, that is magic. Nobody saw it except for me. I, I didn't have a good night. And I decided after that no more. it had outgrown Fisherman's Cove. Mm -hmm. And the only logical place was Aliso because fire pits, bathrooms, yeah. parking. And thus it moved. And uh, it's been there for over 10 years. And I, th I think it's a real brand now. If you go to San Diego, L.A. and say... Hey, Laguna Beach Full Moon Drum Circle, ever heard of it? Yeah, yeah man, of course. Yeah, been there. Been there. Going and, again. And what I particularly like about it is, is it's free mm -hmm. and it's inclusive. And you go there and you cannot stereotype a drummer. It's not a bunch of dope-smoking, hacky-sack-kicking hippies. Yeah. It's grandmothers and their four-year-olds. It's the best of Laguna. It Thank is, you. It is, it is what Laguna is at its heart is all about yes. that's how i felt the times that i've been there and that inclusivity that's that's it's a positive vibe everything it? yeah that's what this community means to me and that's what um we won't lose that because it's it it it, it is those it, all the special people that come here that that right. that you know everyone's welcome to the party but what do you have to say about last summer if you followed the news a lot of residents in south laguna were very concerned and and critical about mm -hmm. young people who were coming to their beaches apparently uh, taking up parking maybe uh, walking yeah. dangerously along the street yeah. littering not behaving in the best of ways and they were calling on more police yeah. more more action what do you say to that hmm. that's a tough one i mean i mean certainly voice your opinions and your concerns but um but it comes with the beauty of of, right of, of this being how are we gonna stop them no and don't that, they have the right to and they're kids yeah. they're gonna do boneheaded things yeah. that's what happens when you're a kid yeah 
And it is what makes it special, too, is the diversity. Sometimes, I'm sure you do, I'll sneak down to one of those more hidden beaches in South Laguna, Mm -hmm. Table Rock, Thousand Steps or whatever, at night, late at night, or any of these beaches, even though legally we're not supposed to loiter after midnight. And Uh I wanted to see for myself, are these, what are these kids doing down there? Are they, you know, peeing in the sand? You know, are they smoking weed? What are they? And for the most part, when I was there, they were just paired off. It was couples just being romantic, having a moment, enjoying nature. Chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Definitely. And isn't that what we have these beaches for? Yeah. Yeah. You've got a point. So I, I just, the, we're talking about inclusiveness. Yes. And, you know, yes, it's a problem, but we need to perhaps take action as the residents that are so privileged to live here and maybe walk down and... And take advantage of it ourselves. And, and just, you know, try to be cordial to them and mm-hmm. if they're littering or whatever and just remind them or pick it up ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm always reminded of, I had a good friend who lives in New Orleans. And in New Orleans, you know, the music capital of the world... Mm-hmm. You go, neighborhoods are sort of a mishmash and you know in a residential neighborhood you might have a corner bar mm-hmm. that actually plays live music until 6 a.m. or 4 a.m. and like my it. friend happened to live right next door to it and at night it's loud but hey you know what it's new orleans and you chose to live here you knew when you moved right in that you're living next you're to a getting, bar getting into every morning he'd wake up and there'd be Beer cans on his lawn, scattered on his lawn. You know what he would do? Pick them up. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's that simple. Yeah. So we got <laughs> We got to live and let live. And then, you know. Well, we, we got it. We're, we're so lucky to be here. We are. So let's, so let's talk about music for a second. Because, okay. we, 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 you know, we're burning We've through the hour here. We've been talking up a storm. Billy. We have. It's been fun. And um, thank you. And you're, uh, we're listening, everyone listening to uh, KX93.5 here. Look at you. You're getting your radio chops back. You're getting it back. Yeah. Slowly uh, but surely. It's it's like a muscle. It's like riding a bike. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, so you, in your spare time, we talked about your right brain, but your yeah. left brain, or that's your left brain. Your yes. right brain, your creative side, your Italian side. Yeah. Is you've been in been writing some music for the past four years. I put out a couple of EPs. Um, I think four music videos and um, original songs from my heart. It's sort of indie pop. Yeah. This new record was more along the synth side, a little bit more on the uh, uh, a little edgier. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean that that's the to me one of the great greatest things about living in Laguna. Is you can be a, a CEO and then you can be a Do you think musician Laguna as well. It just sparks your creativity. It, it does. Yeah. I mean, I never wrote a song until I moved here. Really? I never. But you sang um, in I, college. In I high was school? In, I was in an acapella group in college back east, and uh, you went to uh, Ohio school in Ohio. Colgate. In Colgate, up, up upstate Central, New York. Yeah, upstate New York. Yeah. Um, all female acapella group and. The Swinging Gates. What was that like, by the way? Because you said you grew up in the Northwest. I grew up in a small town in Oregon. And, and had you ever been back east for any length of time? I I had not. In fact, I didn't even get to visit the college before. I was sight unseen. It's a great story. I mean, um, a small town, you know, 52 in my class, 52 people, you know, in the yeah. entire class. And um, first in my family to graduate from college. Um, but I... I applied, I got in, I got that financial aid letter that made it all possible. It was, I remember it was FedExed and, and my cousin was there and I was crying and screaming because it was, it was literally why, like Why a, Colgate? What made you choose that school? It's, it's funny. It was as simple as this, Billy. They, um, all the letters that they sent, all the correspondence, and I would, I would gather all the correspondence from all the different colleges and it would have its place and order and you know, um, in my in my in my room, but they signed everything in actual ink, every single letter. I take my finger, lick my finger, and it was real ink. Wow! But you know what I learned? Because huh. I went to admissions. Ink uh, smears? No, the the interns are doing it. Oh. <laughs> sorry, Colgate, not to blow throw them under the bus cover, but the little interns, the little interns are signing the dean's uh-huh. name, and I thought I thought it the was just little so trolls, but I. The, the dean of admissions did meet with my grandma and I before uh, 
close to my hometown. He took us out to an orange. The dean Julius. came out to Oregon. Yeah, he was he on was a, recruiting. Well, he was on a trip, and a I had gotten in, and um, he took us out to Orange Julius, and I couldn't visit who finances, and um, but it felt like a visit, and so it was, you know, yeah, I'm going to Colgate. Yeah, this is my family, just like Laguna is my family. Every kind of step along the way, there have, mm-hmm. there's been. So you had a great college experience. I did. Yeah. yeah, and singing was a part of it, but I never expected to write music or sing, um, you know, on a more serious professional level, um, just as I never expected to get into the business that, I, that I'm that i in. So um, I went, uh, I lived in, in L.A. for a couple years after college. Um, I was karaokeing all the time because I couldn't find my community in L.A. I was it's literally hard. going four nights a week and just it, I, it was like, you know, like a movie, you know, of this lonely 22 year old girl going to karaoke four That's nights a week. People think L.A. is, you know, filled with young people, but it can be the loneliest it can be town. Very lonely. I think if I went it's back, hard. it'd be a different experience. Yeah. But, um, but it's hard to build community there. You gotta, you gotta find your community wherever. Yeah. But I didn't. And then find if you it. try to engage with people and you invite them over for dinner, they all cancel an hour oh, before because they got a better offer because you know they're all climbing. Yeah. Well. It's, the GBO it's, syndrome it's got better off. Certainly didn't find my community there. Yeah. And so um, karaokeing, karaokeing, and then I moved moved to Laguna because I had visited and I thought this place is amazing. I don't have anything lined up there, but I'm just gonna figure it out. And I've been here ever since. It happens to a lot of people. It's love at first sight. It was love at first sight. Yeah. It's my. It, it's it, such a, it is my true love. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I look at all. Laguna is my true. It's love. so dramatic when you see it on the right day at the right place, and you're like your jaw just drops open, right? How would you ever leave once you're here? I, yeah. I mean, how could you leave heaven? You know, exactly. it, it, I do wake up and think, is this is this heaven? Sometimes running through Heisler Park, especially, mm-hmm. I'll have you're that. You're a runner, that's right. I love to run. You this, live in North Laguna? I don't anymore. I live uh, I live in the village now, mm-hmm. but um, but I was living in North Laguna, and I'd run through that park every day, and I would think, wait. Is this it? Am I like it's at, surreal? It, it's surreal. Yeah. So it, it, you know, very, very lucky, blessed. This place is is community, is family to me. Yeah. So. What then was there a was there a catalyst that said with, that made you say I'm going to cut an album? I'm going to take my 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 career seriously. I'm going to put invest in it. I just started writing music for the first time. Um, I had been singing other people's music, and then there was a moment I just said I'm going to buy a keyboard. And I just started writing, and I never sang other people's music more or less since, you wow. know, ever since that and point. And I remember hearing a little bit here and there about your career. You, yeah. You had a, a guy who produced one of your favorite bands, Fleetwood oh, Mac. Yeah, Ken Kalei. He got interested in you, and yep. he produced an album. Yeah, he did my first EP, and uh, we recorded The Village, where Fleetwood Mac recorded, and, you know, like Lady Gaga. Lots of people have recorded there. There's, did you have chills? I, d- I did, yeah. yeah. It was it was pretty epic being yeah. in that space. Intimidating. And, intimidating yeah but, but empowering but empowering too. yeah and so you know we worked the the first ep together and um it was a great experience and then the second ep i went into more like i said a more indie sort of uh more experimental direction and i had a producer out of north hollywood uh, mm-hmm. but most of the time you know the music happens in la for me for the recording purposes but the writing i mean the writing happens here in laguna so when so. you write a song and you're when you're playing keyboard and you you have a certain tempo, I I would say yeah. in, in your mind. Yeah. When you have a producer and they bring and they are you know bring they arrangements arrange. yeah. and all that stuff, does it morph and then into something? It takes on its its own new life. The first EP less than the second EP. The second EP was uh, a lot more collaboration with my producer, and the guitarist. Um, we actually uh, we we wrote or pre-wrote a lot in Joshua Tree, another magical place. Mm-hmm. We took a trip to Joshua Tree. We spent three days nonstop, lots of energy drinks. And um, Were I, you in the park, like camping, or did you stay at a hotel? No, it wasn't a hotel. It was a... Airbnb. A, yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, There's some was, great places yeah, out there. Yeah, there are. It was right at the base of the mountain. Um, we would write, and then I would go hike, and I would take my, my phone, my headphone, my headphone headphones, and then I would continue riding up in, in the mountains. It's really an expansive Almost place, isn't it? Almost got stuck up there when it, you know, when the winds the start. weather can change. Oh, because like on a dime. Yeah. But so, yeah, the second EP was a lot more collaborative, a lot more 
um, you know, starting from one place and moving into an entirely different place. And as far as the vibes, mm-hmm. it might have started as a, an alt song, like an alternative song and ended up a synth song. So a um, lot of evolution in the songs. But, you know, the, the feeling that coming from that place, that didn't change. Mm-hmm. It just, the you know, the sure the whole production where you were in your life at that moment reflected in the music there were a lot of a lot of breakup and uh relationship type songs Mm -hmm. in the second ep the first i'll tell you what (laughs) pain really makes for great art it does it's the best yep i always wondered why all of these famous musicians from the 60s and you can just name the band Mm -hmm. the stones the beatles you know right down the list why do they not still write great songs because they have it all is that it's it yeah. really they don't have the pain the edge the hunger that's why the first record's always the best yeah and the second and then it just goes from there but right yeah i, I think so it's interesting though yeah. isn't it when you're always raw, say their musicianship uh stays as good yes. if not doesn't it maybe even improves and but that's the, the beauty is you can play your instrument yeah. into your 90s but the songs even when they do try to write a song it just doesn't, doesn't seem have to have the same, hook yeah. Uh, that they, you know, the stones. Well, you're you're your most raw and your most vulnerable. I think. Uh, yeah. When you have less. Yeah. Right? Less is. And more. then you're all sleeping in the same room and staying up all night and. Yeah. And. Uh, and you work on it. You you think about the first record. It's your whole life of experiences that yeah. have come to that point. And right. What are you gonna write about when you got your mansion and? <laughs> oh, the maid didn't show Kid up Rock, today. Kid Rock I had a song blues. like that. Oh really? Remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. I forget what it was called, yeah. but. So now you just finished CD number four. Oh no, two. Two, two. two, two, two. Yeah. I thought I heard four. But still, my hats off. That's Thank you. just a great achievement. Yeah, I mean, anybody thanks. that completes a project, the hardest thing, whether you're a painter, writer, it's musician, to it. is to say it's finished. Yeah, yeah. that's really hard, hard for me with meals when I eat. <laughs> the meal is done. Right. That's hard. Right. I want to keep going. Right. I don't eat until I'm stuffed. I eat until I'm sick. <laughs> really? That's what. Yeah. That, I do. What's your favorite food? Gosh, Shana, thank you for asking. Uh, do you like food as much as I do? We could yeah, just keep well, going. Yeah, well, you have the Italian heritage. Yeah. I'm Jewish, and okay. I was married to an Italian, so, you know, <laughs> I was de- I lived in Italy, so oh, I, yeah, so Italian food, I, I definitely Italian enjoy. Italian food's up there. Although pasta, you know, is not my friend over time. It's just a little too heavy in the gluten area, so yeah. I've just kind of reduced my take on that. But day in and day out, I'm an egg guy. I love you eggs. You love eggs. I love eggs. They're so versatile. They're very solid. You quick you shot of protein when you're hungry, and you can do, do you so do, much um, with it. Hard boiled, or or what's your what's your style? I, I like to fry them over easy, but the key is you like I, them like, runny? I like them runny. Uh huh. Yeah. But I like extra virgin olive oil and a little truffle salt. Oh, you, you get a little and fancy. Pepper. You get fancy, and you make them yourself. Well, I put olive oil on everything. Yeah, everything, including weird. my body. Oh, that's an interesting uh, visual. Um. <laughs> Especially with my hairy chest, but um, it's very—it's a good lubricant. It, it, oh, oh, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> lost. I'm at a loss for words. Well, it's and it's edible, and it's just—I mean, to me, it's the most important ingredient yeah. you can get in food. If there's one thing you olive need in oil. your house, is olive oil. Okay. Maybe lemons after that, and Parmesan cheese. And if you have those three things, you're set because you can dress salads, yeah. you can dress pasta, you can do anything. Welcome to my cooking show. Um, I do very little to no cooking, but I will tell you, I love cornichons. I go through little them. cornichons, little cornichons, sweet ones. No, dill. Dill. Have you seen that new product at Trader Joe's them. that has a dill cornichon, and I like a pickled carrot, and a cocktail onion, and a jalapeno all together, all on a little skewer. That sounds great. Comes in a jar. It's like the perfect shot of. Um, what do you call it? Fermented food, right? Yeah. And it's spicy. Acidity. You like spice? I like spice. I like Super spicy. Acidity. I like uh, vinegar. All <sighs> those. Ah, I yeah. love buffalo wings. You I like, lived uh, on buffalo wings. You like Thai college. food? I love Thai Mexican. food. Mexican? I love Mexican. Um, my favorite foods are, well, it was always steak and sashimi and lobster, but now Mexican food is right up there. Yeah, I think I don't. So I, I guess steak probably took a backseat. You know, I got to give a shout out to Orange County culinary scene, which yeah. is so deeply embedded in ethnic food, specifically Asian, uh-huh. because of the Asian population here. I mean, the Vietnamese food and the Chinese and the Korean, and then. Mm-hmm. But what's so great about Southern California is it's a mashup. I think 
they do the the food is more interesting in LA than just about anywhere right now because yeah. you have chefs taking traditional French cooking, mixing it with Mexican or yes. Asian, it, reflecting all the cultures we mm-hmm. have here, and then you know putting it on a food truck and having I mean from Kogi the Kogi yep. truck in LA. There's a place called Gorilla Taco downtown. Mm. This guy makes he used to work at a fancy restaurant in New York for Alain Ducasse. And he just shows up, you know, you find out where his truck's going to be that day, and he makes these gourmet tacos like you've never seen. And he says it's just the best hand food there is, mm-hmm. you know, a corn tortilla, you can put anything in there. Sounds so good. My I, favorite restaurant in L.A. is uh, Nan Bankan, and it's a, uh, a yakitori, mm, Japanese yakitori, nice. grilled everything you can think of. What are your favorite three restaurants? I want to ask you one oh, because okay. you have advertisers that might be upset. So just one? No, or no give three. me three. Ah, oh, that's such a good question. Um, well, I can say that 242 Fusion, uh, oh, yeah. Chef Mickey, is definitely top three. Yep. I don't know where on the top three, but it's it's so good. I mean, her no soy sauce rule, like her sauces are extraordinary. Yep. She's an artist. I She's mean, an food, artist. Food she as was art. the pastry chef at Nobu, yes. I believe. Yes, she trained under, so you, under Nobu. Yeah, so you get that kind of training and you're yeah. an artist. She's, she's, she's up there. Um, it's not here anymore, but I'm going to put it in my top three. Taboo, because I loved it so oh, much. It was, yeah. it was the best Nancy. date. The best date spot. Like, definitely very sexy. For sure. Romantic. Uh, good lighting. Yes. Um, so that's top three, even though it's not here anymore. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Third time's a charm. You're not going to say La Serena? I love La Serena. Um, I that's do like love, a staple. It is a staple. but it's Not uh, a special night out. I do love La Serena, the the uh, calamari burritos. Mm, nom, 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 nom. Yeah, me too. But no, I mean Broadway is so good. Um, Chef Amar Santana, like amazing. amazing. That's another another great date yeah. spot. I think of these as like just you know great. He's dates. an artist. He's an artist. Um, well, that's three. That's three. You yeah. got it right I there. I got it. Taboo. Taboo. Put you on the spot what about you, Billy? You've got to answer now. I like La Serena. I like La Serena. Okay, just day in and day. I do get tired of it yeah. sometimes, you know. It's but uh, it's I love the calamari. Yes. Um. Well, I'm really liking the ranch right now, just for okay. the for yeah. the setting and just because I think it's a, such a cool environment to go to, yeah. and I do love um, Broadway. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. That's probably my three right there. You got a great list. It's a great life. It's a great life. We got it made. It's don't a we? blessed life. Shana Stabler, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. What's for What's the name of your new CD? Uh, it's called Out of the Darkness. Can people get it yet? Can they download it? They can download most of it on on uh, iTunes. Most Where do of they the go? Songs. Um, on iTunes. I mean, they look you up, Shana yep. Stabler. S H A E N A. Stabler, like Kenny, the like quarterback, the snake. The snake. My nickname was Baby Snake. Baby Snake. Baby Snake. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. For I wish you me. nothing but good luck with the uh, fantastic Stu News Laguna and Thank your recording you. career. Thank you, Billy. And I hope to see you and Stu on the radio soon. All right. You got a deal. All right. Shana Stabler with us here for the hour. Stick around. We're coming back with some old school funk here on KX93.5. KXRN LP Laguna Niguel, Laguna Beach. Member supported KX93.5. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.